When asked to name the worst sports fans, most give the fickle finger of fate to Philadelphia fans. They first earned that title at halftime of a snowy Eagles game during the Christmas holiday season. When a waving Santa Claus rode in on his sleigh, the Philadelphia fans belted poor Santa with snowballs. When I was growing up in Pittsburgh in the 1950s, there was a bitter rivalry between the Steelers and the Eagles. The gains between the Steelers and the Eagles were bitter grud matches where flying elbows and broken jaws were common. At one point, NFL Commissioner Burt Bell warned the two teams that any use of the forearm, elbow, or knee, or striking of an opponent shall be penalized and the player disqualified. Bell's warning was ignored by both teams. While the Steelers-Eagles games were brutal, there wasn't much of a rivalry between the Pirates and the Phillies. With the exception of winning the pennant in 1950, the Phillies paid poorly in the 1950s, and the Pirates were even worse. It wasn't until 1960 that the Pirates won a World Series, their first in 35 years. Philadelphia fans had to wait until 1980 to see their Phillies win a World Series, their first in franchise history. Each summer, the Peterson clan holds a family reunion in Pittsburgh. This year, we picked the last weekend in July. We always make sure that we gather during a weekend when the Pirates are in town, and that weekend they'd be playing the Phillies at PNC Park. Our son Stephen thought we should pick a different weekend because of the reputation of Philly fans, but I didn't see it as a problem. It turns out that Stephen was right. Our first warning sign was the unusual number of individuals wearing Phillies jerseys that were walking the Pittsburgh streets that afternoon. Later, we boarded the Yankee Clipper for a ride that would take us around the point where the Monongahela and the Allegheny form the Ohio River to the North Shore and the entrance to PNC Park. During the ride, we noticed that there were as many Philly fans as Pirate fans on board. When we entered the ballpark, it was soon obvious that in a sellout crowd of nearly 40,000, there were as many Philly fans as Pirate fans at the game. When the game started, it was the first time in my over 70 years of going to Pirate games that the roar for a base hit by the opposing team was as loud as the roar for a Pirates hit. When my wife Anita and I left our seats to buy some hot dogs and drinks, I couldn't tell when I was under the stands if a loud roar was for the Phillies or the Pirates. Philly fans didn't need anyone to agitate them. They were quite obnoxious on their own, especially when the Phillies took an early lead. But when the Pirates rallied, the Pirates decided to have some fun by posting the results on the scoreboard of the contrasting histories of Philadelphia and Pittsburgh sports teams. The first bit of history posted was that the Pirates had won five World Series to the Phillies two. The next inning, Philadelphia fans were reminded that the Steelers had won six Super Bowls to the Eagles one, and the next inning that the Penguins had won six Stanley Cups to the Flyers two. To top it off, the scoreboard noted that while Pittsburgh's Kennywood Amusement Park was rated nationally as one of the best in the country, Philadelphia had no amusement park. When the game ended with a dramatic double play that preserved a 7-6 Pirates victory, the roar from the Pittsburgh fans was deafening, while the silence from Philadelphia fans was palpable. Ground ball, Triolo. There's one. There's two! 
Here's the Jolly Roger. That's a yinger for you. The Renegade saves it in front of a sellout crowd. On a return trip on the Yankee Clipper, the joyful Pirate fans and the sullen Philly fans sat separate from each other until a Phillies fan, who looked like he could play linebacker for the Eagles, ominously approached us. Before the game, the Pirates were handing out 10,000 bubblehead dolls of Pirate ace reliever David Bernard, but we arrived too late to get one for our 10-year-old grandson Everett, a diehard Pirate fan. The Phillies fan walked up to Everett, handed him a bobblehead doll, and said, I think you want this more than I do. I thanked the Phillies fan for giving the doll to Everett and told him that out of gratitude, I would root for his Phillies, but not, of course, when they play the Pirates. This is Pete Peterson for Reading Baseball.